Yeah, I'm talking to you, sassy girl. Need a little ah in your step? Try this on for size. It's pop. It tastes great. It makes you feel kind of funny. Not here, not down there, but all up in this area. Talking pop. Sick and tired of hearing all these people talk about What's the deal with this pop life and when is it gonna fade out The thing you got to realize what we're doing is not a trend We got the gift of melody, we're gonna bring it till the end, come on now Hi, welcome to Talkin' Pop Yes, that is a show that is occurring right now My name is Jennifer Smith, uh, I'm here with my I guess I'm good, Jenny. Uh, what is talking pop? Uh, it's the show. It's it's like a fever dream where we used to do it. I think there was some sort of uh, we got canceled, uh-huh. maybe, and we got canceled. Oh. But then then we 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 relaunched, mm-hmm. and now we um, have been picked up by the North South Connection. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if North South Connection listeners even know what this podcast is. I don't think we know what this podcast that, is. That's a great point. Yeah. Um, so I guess the history of Talking mm-hmm. Pop is um, it is on its third network now. <laughs> um, <laughs> to the point that the name no longer makes sense. Yes. <laughs> so uh, we started on the place to be uh, pop uh, feed and. Um, then uh, moved the show over to the Jenny position. It was there for a long time, but we didn't – the episodes were a bit more sporadic. Um, yes, and, and we then, got the same name. Yes. Uh, we had recently come back um, and did an episode, and then and then we just didn't do another one after that. So <laughs> we're busy. Yeah. We're busy podcasters. You know, shit's happening, things, schedules and whatnot. So anyway – um, it's never been abandoned, just always ready to be picked up whenever we can, and we can now. So here we are. Um, uh, yeah, and I, I guess what the show is will reveal itself uh, if you're willing to listen to the show. Um, this may be our last episode. I, I guess I should say that because any episode could be our last episode. So if you don't hear it again, um, at least we had you covered, right? Well, I mean, that, that's kind of morbid, but okay. I mean, I would, I would mm-hmm. hope we would maybe do some more, but um, yeah. Well, I always hope. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, we act like it's up to anybody other than you and I. Um, I know. <laughs> Look, the ratings. I mean, the people. You know, you all have a voice, even though yeah. not really. Uh, so we like to do interviews on this show. Um, mm-hmm. Just uh, fellow podcasters, friends, um, anybody that we want to know more about. We've done some pretty legendary interviews, I would say, from John D'Amato, um, the late Calvin. Um, oh, and, yeah. Talk uh, about morbid. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, James. James yeah. and James Grunberg. James, James Grunberg, the legendary. Yeah, all, a lot of voices you've heard mm-hmm. on this here North-South uh Network as well as the the extended Place to Be Nation family. Um, and so we were like, okay, 
who do we want to talk to this time? Mm-hmm. And uh, we settled on our friends. His name is Matthew Souza. Hey, Matt. Hello, all. Uh, it, it is an honor and a privilege to be here on uh, what is potentially the series finale of Talking Pop. Uh, no, no <laughs> pressure always. on no pressure on me or anything. So, uh, no, really, that. don't feel pressured. They're all potentially the the series finale. Oh well, great. So, yeah. <laughs> great. Feel the territory, Matt. It all. It, uh, I, and that I, makes I, every I, episode. I, 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 I also so do. special, you know, every episode, a very special episode here on Talking Pop. Uh, welcome. You are one of several uh, Massachusettsians here within the Place B Nation. That's not a word they say up here. That's not a word. It's a word they say down here. I see. Yeah. I've never heard that once in my life. I would call you a Bostonian, but I know you're not a Bostonian. You are a Massachusettsian. Yes. So, uh, I, I will never say that again. Uh, I've already forgotten what you said. Well, that's a shame. I think a you should. Oh, uh, I'm, 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 I don't even. I'm not even sure I know how to say it. Massachusettsian. Yeah, you, you got that's, it. That's, that's that's so uh, you you are the north to our south here on this episode of Talk. I Talk. How about that? A Massachusettsian, of course. That's that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. I see. In my own um, very uh, Byzantine way of, of bringing oh. in. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Labyrinthian, if you will. Um, so words, and we're just starting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we've known Matt for a long time, Jenny. Uh, I don't know that you're one of those people. I feel like I say this with every guest, honestly. You're one of those people I talk to all the time mm-hmm. that I don't know that much about in terms of, uh, just your your history and uh, I mean, uh, frankly, your day to day life. Right. But, who I enjoy talking to on a fr- fairly regular basis. I like hearing your voice, like interacting with you. But um, we've never really gotten into so, so what's your life like kind of thing. So that's that's what this is going to be. Um, if you can stand, <laughs> I'll 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 do what I can. I'll do what I can. Okay. It is funny. I mean, because I mean, I feel like I do know a whole lot about. About you, Matt. Mm-hmm. I mean, we. I mean, we talk all the time. Uh, we do these Skype calls weekly, pretty much yep. for like two years or more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's insane. But Tim's right. You know, it's like think about it. Like, okay, I got questions. We need to know <laughs> things. And then I'm like, why haven't we talked about this before? And I guess it's I just know. Like, yeah, we're just too busy bullshitting. Not, well, that's you, that's you. That's usually how it goes. It usually turns into a bunch of nonsense. Which, I mean, this episode may very well turn into that, too. Who knows? But <laughs> That's my favorite thing about podcasting with you. This is a bunch of I, nonsense. I, I think the odds are uh, are uh, quite good on it going in that way, but we'll see where it goes. It is, though, kind of amazing how, and, and I think this is the case for all three of us, when you have a very similar sense of humor, mm-hmm. um, how far that can carry you just a lot, just yeah. riffing on just nonsense, right? Just <laughs> as you said, the bullshit yep. without ever getting into like, Hey, here's an observation about life. Kind of <laughs> here's something that uh, happened one time in, in my life. You just, it's easy to just do the very observational right. uh, comedy thing because, because we all have, I think we're all of that same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, somebody where I, I don't necessarily, um, if I'm not necessarily in sync with them and from a, I don't know, sense of humor standpoint, I, I might have to try to dig a little bit deeper, you know, mm-hmm. right. but, um, 
I, I think that that has seen us through, uh, I mean, certainly the dark days of the pandemic. We've been doing those calls. Jenny and I were talking um, for, gosh, over, you know, two years now. Um, and for some reason, still going at it. And Matt, you've been a fixture. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, for whatever reason, you keep coming back for, for the abuse <laughs> as we were sharing yeah. notes earlier as well. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, no, we want to get into some of this and, and get to know you better as as we – uh, strive to do on this show. So I don't know, Jenny, were you, did you have a p- particular place you wanted to start with Maddie? Cause I've got many, many avenues. I go down. Feel free. Let's go. For okay. It. I just want to know. So Matt, you always lived in Massachusetts. Is that correct? Born and raised in fall river have never lived uh, anywhere else. Okay. Uh, okay. Don't particularly plan on going anywhere else anytime soon. This is my home. Ninety uh, percent of the people I know uh, live here, so why move? You know, it's one of those type of things. Now, were you so as far as your upbringing? Were you in a pretty traditional uh, family setting? You know, mom, dad, any you know siblings? Um, and it, it seems to me also the two part question. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of our Jenny, a lot of our northern based friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, disproportionately attended like a, a private school or even like a Catholic school kind yes. of thing. Yes. Whereas you and I, heathens that we are, were mm. public school educated. <laughs> so what was your school trash. in addition? Yeah, the trash that we are off the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your schooling in addition to just kind of your, your overall family dynamic and, and upbringing? Well, uh, it, it sounds like, according to you, I am, in fact, the uh, stereotypical northerner. Because <laughs> there uh, you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, um, I lived with my mom and dad. Uh, I am an only child. No brothers, no sisters, nothing like that. It was Same just here. me. And uh, I, uh, for the first, oh, let's say, eight, nine years of my life, went to a co-ed Catholic school from okay. ki- kindergarten to eighth grade, and I hated every fucking minute of it. <laughs> really? Sounds right. Hated it. Hated it. Why? Not so much. Oh, it was just the, the, a lot of the kids there were stuck up. Uh, a lot of the teachers there, like, they spent more time, like, making sure you were dressed properly than actually teaching you, like, what the fuck is going on. And, yeah, it was just, it was a lot of shit like that. And uh, there's a reason why the school closed, like, three years oh, wow. after I graduated. Yeah, because it was just, it was a lot of shit like that. And it just, it wasn't a good fit. The the sooner I could get out of there, the better. And it, it was also one of those things where, so I was born in 91, which makes me like 12, 13-ish around 2004, which was the same time that all the spotlight shit was going on with the Boston Archdiocese and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, be, being the same age as some of those uh, kids that that was happening to, it's like, yeah, I, uh, I want no fucking part of this. As soon as I could get out, I'm out. So you're like trying to wash your hands of that whole association. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. As, as, as soon as I left eighth grade, I was like, I want zero part of the, the Catholic stuff at all altogether. So. Right. so it wasn't like, I mean, your family didn't mind or they didn't? Like, uh, like my mom is more like more church going now than she ever was when I was a kid. Like and but she's still not like a church every Sunday type of Catholic. She goes like maybe once a month type of thing. Mm-hmm. But so like it, 
they basically said to me, you know, as far as like picking a high school, they said, look, just, you know, whatever high school you want to go to, we're fine with. It, was, it wasn't like a, hey, you got to keep going on this Catholic school thing or anything like that. And to be honest with you, I still don't know why they put me in a Catholic school. Yeah, like, I was going to be like, one of my it's, questions. If you, it's, if you're it's never a question I really asked. And honestly, I never really thought about it until this very second. So. <laughs> It's like, why, well, why did I we, uh, Like, I don't know. Glad we've given you cause to question your existence. Right. And, uh, yeah. Well, look. And, that is the goal of this show, I think. Great. Yeah. Now I'll be up I all just, night. I always wonder about, is that like, because sometimes it's just one of those, it's like a cultural thing where it's like, that's just that's what, what you do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And other times it's like in the case of, um, like my mom uh, also lived in Massachusetts for a spell growing up. I can't remember where exactly whereabouts they were, but, um, you know, it was when she was in elementary school and, and she was in, uh, Catholic school. She and her brother were in Catholic school as well. Mm-hmm. But the reason given was really just that the, the public schools were, were so bad apparently right. where they yeah. lived that it was the only like opportunity for them to get a pretty good education. So yeah. I don't know whether you know, that's true or not, but that, my that, mom's. T- I, I do wonder if that played a role because the public schools here are kind of trashy. At least they were when I was a kid. So like, mm-hmm. I wonder if that was, you know, my mom, because my dad really wouldn't give a shit about something like that. But my mom maybe said to my dad, uh, hey, uh, I don't want Matt going to this public school where he might potentially die. Well, let's send him to the Catholic school. I'll pay anything. Like, yeah. I don't know, you know. I'm just taking so it by guess. high school, by high school, you're, you know, a little bit more independent. And right. I guess maybe they they had the sense that you weren't exactly digging it. It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I made it, it wasn't known. The fit I made it known every time they asked me that I fucking hated it there. <laughs> I fucking hated school. And honestly, school, school in general, not just Catholic school. I was going to say, was it any better in public school? <laughs> I mean, uh, high school was uh, very different for me. I didn't go to. Uh, it wasn't. Like a private high school, so I went to a vocational high school. Do you have that type of thing we, down there? We have those, yeah. Yeah, so I went to one of those, and okay. the way the way it worked up here, and I, from what I gather, every school up here works a little bit differently. But the one I went to up here it was basically for two weeks you would do nothing but academics, like your normal math, history, science, and then the other two weeks of the month you would do nothing but like your vocational work. So like mm-hmm. for me for me I was in electronics. So for two weeks you were doing nothing but electronics. So it was basically like a vacation every two weeks. It was a mm-hmm. great was a great fucking gig if you could get it. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was awesome. But yeah, so I went to one of those schools and I loved every second of it. I looked at it as like almost like a um sort of like a way to cuz I was kind of like I had friends in middle school but like not nearly as much as I did like in uh in high school so like I had more friends in high school so I looked at going to high school as sort of like a clean slate fresh start mm-hmm. type of thing cuz a lot of the kids I went to uh elementary and middle school with were going to either the regular public high school or there's a catholic high school here a lot of them were going to those but like some of my closest friends from middle school were going to the vocational high school with me. So that worked out well. But I, I did kind of look at it as like, oh, it's a clean slate. I can get rid of all that other bullshit I was dealing with and just kind of start over. And it worked yeah. out well. I mean, high school was fucking great. I mean, it sounds like quite the contrast from mm-hmm. the oh, more, yeah, totally. you know, structured academic mm-hmm. uh, environment and religious as well. Um, oh, yeah. 
of uh, what you were used to. I mean, kind of like night and day. Oh, um, yeah, completely. So did did you continue to pursue your vocation after uh, high school? Uh, I, I did for a little bit, and then I ended up uh, switching my major, <laughs> like after uh-huh. after a semester, because it was yeah, there was a lot of shit going on. Uh, in co- college, wasn't the best experience for me. Like I don't I don't have a college degree. I went for two years, and it was it was really a, it was a thing of like. There was a college in Rhode Island where I really wanted to go to, but uh, but the problem was uh, it was like 35, 40 minutes away from where I live, and mm-hmm. at the time I didn't have any re- really reliable transportation because I was a kid straight out of high school. I didn't have a car or anything like that. So they and then uh, we went for an open house, and then we saw the tuition, and holy shit, that wasn't fucking oh, happening. Oh, <laughs> so, oh no. Yeah, yeah and it w- I wasn't going for. Um, electronics that's the other thing was actually weirdly enough going for audio production and video production which i've always been interested in which uh given that i edit podcasts now kind of gives me an outlet for that shit but so i went to uh so that didn't happen and i went that was out you ended up not going there in other words so uh, i went to a local college here and that didn't have that major if i remember right or or they had they had like a tv production but it wasn't a video production thing and we're talking like this was 2010 and TV was changing a lot in 2010. Like everything was starting to really move towards like the digital stuff. And a lot of the stuff at this college was all like analog type shit. Yeah. So it's like, am I, become obsolete right, am I going to get it? Am I going to get a fucking degree for something I'm not going to be able to use, you know, the second I walk out the door. So I ended up going back to uh, electronics which is what I did in high school and that didn't take <laughs> so I uh I switched to a uh, a marketing degree and that didn't take at all so uh my last semester there I ended up just doing like a basic general studies thing until I figured out what the hell I wanted to do and then yeah. by that point I was just like you know what I'm just kind of wasting my money cuz I have no fucking clue and I <laughs> I, I, I stopped going to class and I was uh, starting to fail classes. So it's like you know what if I'm gonna if I'm gonna waste my money here, like what am I doing here? You know, it was just yeah, one of the cut things. your losses. Yeah. yeah, no shame in that, really. When you realize it just you're, you're spinning your wheels. Um, and there was other stuff anywhere. too. Like uh, I wasn't exactly in the best uh, mental place in uh, in college. I uh, mm-hmm. so I was in college in. From 2010 to 2012, I want to say, or 2009, I graduated in 09, so fall of 09 to like late 2011, something like that. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, within that time frame, I lost three grandparents in a Ooh. span of about 22 months, 21 months, something like that. And I mean, I was, you know, 18 to 20 at the time, and I just yeah. didn't know how to fucking deal with it. So uh, that that played a role in it too, but that's that's kind of just how it went so yeah i mean that's that's young to be especially if you're close to your your grandparents come Mm -hmm. from a close family um pretty young to start losing them and Mm -hmm. to have so many back-to-back like that it's it's definitely oh yeah yeah it's a that's a such a transitional age anyway and Mm -hmm. you're dealing with heavy life and death type stuff it's like what the fuck is going on right Um, i like uh Unfortunately, I've gotten better at it uh, in recent years because there's been a decent amount of it. But at yeah. the time, I just didn't know how to fucking react to it. Yeah, I had no 
had no experience or, or training no. with it kind of thing. Um, Did your grandparents, well, like, stuff. sort of help raise you and stuff? Yeah, it was – so both my parents worked. And, um, I mean, my mom was at the same place for 25 years, and actually she got laid off right before the pandemic started. She was there for 25 years. And my dad was a uh, – my dad was a car salesman for the most part by the when I was around. So like he was working till, you know, eight o'clock every night and she would work until, you know, five, five thirty or so. So like I got out of school at two thirty, so someone would have to watch me when I was younger, so I would go to my grandparents' house, you know. So I was I was over there you know, most mostly yeah. every weekday for the most part. So I mean, yeah. They pretty much for the times I would and then I would go there like during the summer. Like they weren't before I was uh, mm-hmm. old enough to stay on my own. I would go over there. So I mean, yeah, for a good portion of my life, they helped raise me. You know, when my parents were working or whatever. Yeah, similar with me too. Same mm-hmm. thing. That's yeah, funny I mean, that I had the same college experience and that. <laughs> oh jeez, I, yeah. I didn't even know that. So. There you go. That's why I like things this you, show. Mm-hmm. I know things you find out that it's like. Then when you find out, it's like, well, not a surprise. No wonder right. we get along so no well. Wonder. Right. No right. wonder. Kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wondered, so the college that you end, you did end up going to, were you um, a commuter student or were you on campus, living on campus? How how did that work for the time that you were there? Uh, so it was a, it was just like a regular community college while I was there. Okay. My, my, okay. my plan was to start there. And then there was another, there's another local college, uh, a couple of towns over. And my plan was to transfer to, to that, transfer. College, which was more yeah. of like a normal, regular type of college. But mm-hmm. uh, the, the community college experience was so bad for me. Plus the other shit going on. I was just like, yeah, this isn't happening, at least not right now. Not gonna, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But, well, that's but the I, thing. Like, yeah. College is always going to be there for, for people who feel like they really need to do it or want to do it for whatever yeah. reason. So yeah. I don't begrudge anybody, especially nowadays with, Student debt so so oh, out of control yeah. and right. like God, yeah. fuck yeah. that like yeah. I would I, I think I'm at the point where if I had kids um which that's a whole other w- would never happen but in a world where I did I would I don't know that I'd actively dissuade them from going to college but then again mm. <laughs> unless they were getting like major scholarships and right. stuff like that I'd be yeah. like don't don't even like. Again, pick a vocation, find out, mm-hmm. figure out some some kind of trade that you really are interested in or want to do. Um, but yeah, I I, I was never going to be the student who was getting scholarships. I'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> I just economically, I, I don't think it, I don't think it works out in your favor anymore. I just, I really don't. It's it's crazy. If you, if you do take on that kind of, I mean, if you can manage to not take on the debt, then sure. But right, I mean, if you get even. You it's know, it's five always figures into into student loans and you know you got to carry that and you're not even going to start chipping away at it until right. you figure you've got a somewhat decent job it's just going to keep compounding like you'll never get out of that hole it's always been crazy to me that in order to really get somewhere right out of college, like you have to put yourself into debt. That has always yeah. been, that has always been fucking crazy to me. And I, I do not understand it one bit. Yeah. Well, it, and it, it didn't just, always, it wasn't right. always like that, you know, right. it's, it's just exploded in the last 10 to 15 years, really. Right. I'd say 10 years, honestly, 
But, right, um, around, right around the same time I started college. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's that's when it got crazy out of hand. Yeah. Um, cause, I mean, I just I'm thinking back to I went to the the big public university um, mm-hmm. in my city, mm-hmm. uh, which I mean, it's a four year four year college, but um, I was a commuter student, so I wasn't living on campus at any point. And I just wonder if I would have had a very – I'm sure I would have had a very different college experience if I if I was full-time on campus. But um, would I have liked it better? Would I have gotten more out of it? I probably would have just, if nothing else, ended up with more debt. And right. luckily uh-huh. I was able to graduate without any debt. So it was like right. – I don't know. It's certainly – it's a trade-off. You know, I'd, on the one hand, I'm like, I don't think I really got the full – college experience but right that college experience these days in- includes uh a, a lot of loans that you're going to be stuck with for right. loans. Uh, loans. loans essentially the rest of your life <laughs> and i mean i i kind of feel that way too because like the college i went to didn't even have any fucking dorms you know so i didn't even have the option yeah, so wasn't the like option. I, I i do feel that way too but on the same hand with all the shit i was going through around that time i don't know if i would have you know done anything in the dorms anyway you know yeah might have been worse yeah right right it's easy to just uh, especially if you got a dorm you can just chill there all day avoid people blow right. off classes just you know and it snowballs um okay so uh so so where does that that lead you after after college um What's like your first, you know, like job, job? Uh, first job, job was uh, construction, and I think we've uh, talked about this before. There was a little a, bit. A, uh, I, I know that there's, yeah, I know some construction mm-hmm. stories. So I, here. I, I, I was there for quite a while, uh, up until a few years ago, actually, and. Uh, yeah, it was a job. You know, it wasn't my it wasn't my favorite thing that I ever did, but it, it was uh, it was a job. It put money on the table, and uh, uh, you know, he was a um, uh, the guy who did it. He did a lot of landscaping, so like I helped install septic tanks and spread lumen seed and all that shit. Uh, he he plowed for the city that I live in, so he, uh, I would help Plow him out. The city hey now, <laughs> so. Uh, he, he he was not a pimp, Tim. He's not a pimp. Oh, okay. <laughs> that I know of, exactly. So uh, he would do that. I would help him out with that every now and then. And it was a, a lot of it, honestly, was kind of working out of his house because he had his own, like, um, he had his own basically shop in the basement of his house. So, I mean, I worked out of there for the most part. Mm-hmm. And eventually uh, what caused me to leave and go to where I am now, it's just the hours were fucking killing me. It was... Uh, there were uh, times where I was putting in 14-hour shifts on a Saturday Ooh. and uh, because we were behind on shit, and that got old very fast, I'll say. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But, I mean, it, it was a job I learned a lot. I mean, it taught me how to fix shit in my house, if need be, where I live. So, That's pretty uh, valuable. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it is. I mean, uh, the only thing I won't fuck with is electricity. That is immediate call someone because I don't want to get electrocuted. Uh, been there, done that, don't recommend it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anything else, uh, you know, I can kind of at least futz with and take a look at. Uh, you know, and a lot of that came from working at that job. So, I mean, I, I, I got something out of it. 
that job was not without its risks and uh, uh-huh. potential for injury as well. Uh-huh. I, I, I can see where you're going with this. <laughs> which, one stories, you wanna, uh, which one do you want to hear? I got a couple of them. You got a leaky brain? No, I don't have a leaky brain. Oh, okay. Uh, what, I, what I did have, uh, there was one time where uh, I was using a metal roller and, to hold up uh, like two by fours and uh, didn't realize that it was a uh, not a slow release on the mechanism to release the roller, but a quick release. And uh, when you hit that quick release, uh, if you're not holding the roller, it just drops. And uh, this roller dropped uh, right onto my hand. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, yes, uh, uh, blood everywhere. I lost the fingernail on my middle finger on, oh. my, on my right hand. So... Uh, that was uh, that was quite bad. Uh, that that hurt like a son of a bitch. And actually, it it hurt more uh, than the story I know you were alluding to, Tim. Uh, that actually hurt. Well, it sounds more like it would. Yeah. Than than me shooting myself in the hand with a nail gun, Tim. Tim, is that where you were going? I was. Yeah, that's the one I remember. Yeah, I, that came up once so, at least one time. <laughs> I still don't know how the nail went through my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I know how, but I I don't know the order of operations. What what yeah. I've narrowed it down to over the years is either there was a split in the piece of wood that I was nailing, and it split off when I pulled the trigger and it hit it that way, or I just completely fucking missed the board and shot myself. Which I mean, which may also be a uh, a possibility. So uh, yeah, and. It, it's weird. It happens so fast. So I shot myself right between like my thumb and my pointer finger, which, which apparently kind of is the area. Uh-huh. Yeah, ex- exactly there. And uh, I, I was told that's a very common area where you shoot yourself. Well, yeah. So um, it happened so fast that I didn't realize what I had done until I looked down and saw my hand covered with blood. Uh. Like, yeah. Did not feel it. So then uh, the kicker, and I don't think I've said this part of the story to you guys before, but the next day I was going on vacation to Canada, and uh, that, that is a 12-hour drive, and uh, I wasn't driving, thank God, because I don't think yeah. I could have because my hand was in so much fucking agony. I bet. Oh, just, just taking, like, Advil just to dull the pain. Oh, it was brutal. And then I'm like, I'm panicking. I'm like, oh Jesus! If this thing gets infected, I'm in Canada. And I'm fucking screwed. Like, because yeah. it, I well, mean, it, realistically, it went, you might have been better off. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, this was this was years ago. Maybe it wasn't as fucked back then as it was now. Right. But, but uh, oh yeah, I mean, it went completely through. Like, I, I, I'm looking that's at my what hand. I'm wondering, now. yeah, uh-huh. if it if it just shot completely, like it through, didn't, like it, exited and everything. Like, uh, it's it stayed in my hand. It stayed but in it, there, so you had to. But it, get but it. it was pointing out of both ends. Wow. Okay. Yeah, oh no, I had I had to pull a nail out of my hand. Yes. You had so to you pull just, it out. I sure did. Story just. I was in, I was in such shock because like it had just happened. I'm like, oh fuck. You just pulled, well, like yanked it. The other thing I was worried about too is like, oh shit, is this like a rusty nail or something? Because yeah. I was, mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. just grabbing nails, so I didn't know. But your first thought is just get this nail out of my hand. Kind of get thing. this nail out of my hand. Do I need to go to a hospital? Do I need a tetanus shot? Am I going to die? <laughs> was basically <laughs> yeah. the order of thoughts I had in my head. But uh, I'm still here. It all worked out fine. I still yeah. have the scars. <laughs> right. Damn. So you had a nail go through one hand, and was that the same hand that you? 
uh, you, you nicked part of, so, so one of your fingers is, uh, just ever so much shorter than, than the other. Like, is that, no, that? No, no, I didn't lose my finger. <laughs> okay. It, it just well, not, the, not the whole finger. The, not the, whole the finger. nail. I'm thinking just, I lost it. The nail. The, the, the nail. Just the nail. Okay. Just the tip. Just the tip. Somewhere in there. My goodness. Yeah. But, uh, okay. no, it was, it was, uh, the nail gun was on my left hand. And uh, the metal roller was my right hand. Uh, those oh, those are probably the two worst injuries I've had. So I mean, I've, I've done injury, more right. of a crush injury than an amputation. In other words, right? Yes, I I still have all five digits. Yes, <laughs> very good. <laughs> and I mean, I've done, I mean, stupid stuff like you know, drop a piece of wood on my foot, but that's not like you know, mm-hmm. potentially going to a hospital. And I mean, but the stuff we used to do in like in the electronic shop was blatantly stupid but it was never gonna you know cause any sort of bodily harm like like blowing up leds for instance we used to do that for fun <laughs> oh wow that yeah that uh first my first, my first day in that shop uh blew up an led and uh a shard of glass came right across and cut me in the cheek oh. so uh, yeah uh, i i learned quite quick that hey uh instead of you know in, instead of being a smart person and, and saying you know don't do this again it's like, no, I'll just put on safety glasses yeah. the next time I do this. Yeah, it'll right, be fine. Right, right. Yeah. You know, stupid oh, teen stuff. Mm. Um, have you ever been hit or hit anyone with a light tube? <laughs> uh, no, uh, I've carried many a light tube, but can't say I have been hit uh, nor hit anyone with it. Uh, perhaps okay. one day. That's uh, life. Not, e- not even on accident. No, no light tube accidents or anything. No. Uh, how does one hit somebody on accident with a light tube? Well, maybe not hit someone, but but you get it <laughs> dropped on you. Or I see. No, I no, no, no. Can't can't say I've done that. I don't know that I'd be able to like just carry one around anymore without smashing it. Yeah, there there is that. <laughs> there is that. I'll just keep it in the box because then you know then you won't get the urge. Yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> while we're on the uh, while we're on the topic of uh, uh, shop, I, I do just have to say uh, one of the things uh, the, the upperclassmen in our shop used to do it was it wasn't really hazing; it was like uh, pulling pranks, basically, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you know, we used to basically we used to pull pranks on the people we liked. At least that's what I did because if I hated your fucking guts, I wouldn't bother with you. <laughs> so right. one of the sure. one of the things we used to do we had like a a tool. Uh, chest, a tool crib, whatever the hell you call it, like in the middle of the shop where we had like screwdrivers and shit like that. So one of the things we used to do is we used to make up tool names for the younger kids uh, to get. So uh, the two best ones I came up with was uh, I convinced a kid to get me a left-handed screwdriver. That was that was very good. And then <laughs> nice. uh, the other one, and, and this one's my actual. even I know that's not. <laughs> This one is my favorite one. It's one of my favorite things I have ever done in my life. Uh, I got this kid to go look in the tool chest and ask the teacher to uh, get fallopian tube. (laughs) (laughs) In which he asked the teacher, uh, where is the fallopian tube? In which I I heard from the teacher, Sousa, what are you doing? (laughs) Because he knew it was me. Now that's a proud achievement right there. Uh, all right. It's one of my finest moments. I want to hit somebody with a fallopian tube, you guys. I mean, I mean, you could do that. <laughs> Out of the three of us here, you would be the one. <laughs> You're the one who's the only one who's the one. 
You have the best shot at it. So. Uh, yeah, I guess we I could borrow think, someone mine else. Are te- mine are snipped, you guys. Oh, okay. Oh, well, <laughs> bummer. The you'll, you'll, just, you'll just have to go steal some, I guess. I already broke my tubes. <laughs> my tubes. Uh, tubes. Tubes. <laughs> tubes in my home. <laughs> so, on a, on a different... Get, getting on a different track here. Um, yeah, I don't know where to go with this. I was, <laughs> this could be like a really stupid question, but uh-huh. uh, like I'd all probably have a but, stupid, um, I'd probably have a stupid answer. Go ahead. No doubt. You seem like someone who knows a lot about music, um, <laughs> like compared to the average person. For example, when I'm being an idiot joking about uh, second wave emo or whatever, um, <laughs> Which I don't know jack shit about, if I'm being fully um, transparent. Mm-hmm. Uh, y- you'll actually throw some band names and stuff down, and, and it'll always pop me, because I can tell no one else knows what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Like in a group chat or something. And I'm like, mm-hmm. where does that come from? Have you always been into bands? Have you always done like kind of deep dives into more obscure genres or, or scenes? Or, you know, what's where, what's that come from? Yeah, so I, I've always been around music. Like, uh, it's one of those weird things. Like, I, I can't – the only instrument I can kind of fuck around with a little bit is the, the drums. But you give me a guitar, and I'm confused as all hell. Like, I, I can't yeah. I, I can't play guitar, trumpet, anything like that. It's just bad. But my dad could play trumpet. He, like, he was in what? bands when uh, when he was a kid and all that. And, you know, they were always playing music in the house. Like, you know, my mom still has her CD collection and she's always singing or listening to music. So it was kind of always around me, like it's always been there. And then, you know, a lot of my friends in middle and high school were big music junkies. So, like, I just a lot of, you know, the knowledge I have, I got from them. Like, Mm -hmm. I learned about, you know, bands like Metallica and guys like that from people I knew in high school. And then eventually when I got to college and, you know, in between classes, I had a lot of free time. I just started looking up shit on, you know, Wikipedia, looking up like discographies and stuff like that. And it just kind of blossomed from there how I knew shit like that. And that's that's just kind of how I am. Like if it's something I am super interested in, I want to know everything about everything. But like, yeah. if it's if it's something I don't care about, then I don't care about it. That's just it's just kind of how I am. And are you going as far as getting into like some of the file trading stuff? I'm trying to think of. I mean, like, Kazaa was not really going to be a thing by 2010 ish, right? But you still no. got, you still got like I'm trying to think of some of the stuff that I was using back then. Yeah. Um, like Direct Connect and and um. Mm-hmm. Bear Share, uh, I think, was a big Bear, one. At the time. Yeah, Bear Share was Bear still Share. probably like yeah. LimeWire was still kind of on its last legs. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, torrents were just kind of taken off, um, but a lot of stuff that you, ha- you used to have right. to like really do like that obscure deep dive into. Oh, mm-hmm. what's the FTP site or you know all, all right. that really like it? Ha- it, it forced you to become like a. It really forced you to be like this total internet nerd just to get. Mm-hmm. bootlegs the shitty shitty recordings uh of a concert from your favorite band who played halfway across the country kind of <laughs> but by then you had youtube and all that stuff was pretty much right. readily available mm-hmm. frequently uploaded 
and in pretty good quality on YouTube. So you may not have had to suffer through some of the nonsense. um, So like I I definitely, I definitely used like a bear share a little bit, but Uh it was a situation where, you know, my parent, I was still living in my parents' house because, you know, high school and college. And it was a situation where they didn't have uh, the greatest of internet. So it would take, like, if I wanted to download an album, like, I'd have to wait all fucking day, you know what I mean? Because they were still running on, like, old-ass DSL or something. So, okay, I mean, okay. I, I, I was so still... not dial-up, but not, not no, like, no, it was, it was cable. No, I, I wasn't having to <laughs> go through that shit, but, yeah. but it, it was enough of a pain in the ass where I didn't want to deal with it, <laughs> so... Yeah, I remember DSL. I, I had it for a second, too. Oh, and, and, and all those... It stupid fucking filters you had to put on all those phone lines. God, right? I hated, all the oh, I hated that the shit. Filters, it was oh, it was I was like, what fucking is worse. this? What yeah, a bunch of fucking was, nonsense. <laughs> in a lot of ways, it was it was honestly worse than dial-up in some, it was, in some respect. Oh, it, was the, it, it was like faster, but it wasn't fast enough to be no. worth all the bullshit, you know? Right. Have have some asshole from Verizon come in and put a uh, this little plastic block every five feet. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here! What a pain in the ass. Exactly. So oh because of that, uh, I I was the asshole who was buying CDs until like <laughs> 2010, 2011-ish. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I mean, it, even like today, if there's like a special edition CD Blu-ray thing coming out, I'll still buy it. That's just how I am. I'm a physical media guy. I always have been. And I, I mean, I, I've gotten a lot better at it in recent years. But I mean, I got a lot of fucking CDs in this fucking house. It's too much. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot. It's too much. I mean, uh, at my peak, like when I was trying to buy like the back catalogs of like these bands I like. I mean, I, I was going to like some record store. Like a there's a have you heard of Newberry Comics? That might just be a. I think that's just a Massachusetts. Um. Yeah, I've heard of it. I think, I, I, think yeah. I have heard of it. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, it, it does sound like, you know, just a local thing, but right. it kind of sounds familiar. Yeah, I, I was going either there or Fye or at the time, you know, Best Buy still had music, and I mean, I was mm-hmm. buying probably like three or four CDs a week, like wow. catch, catching up on. I, I'm telling you, it's it's a lot. <laughs> just because it was easier than going through, be, you know, iTunes it, right, or whatever. Because it was it was such a pain in the ass at the time, like. If, if I wanted to download an album from iTunes, it was, you know, probably a, almost like half a day affair. Yeah. I remember once I uh, I bought a 40-year-old virgin on iTunes. It was on sale for like $3. Yeah. And the file was like, I don't know, like 3 gigs or something. And I, yeah. hit, I hit download, and it literally said two days uh. <laughs> for a 3-gig download. Like, <laughs> like no, no uh, I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> Now, I finally did see the 40-year-old virgin years later. It's a great movie. <laughs> Many years later. <laughs> Probably not two days worth of greatness, though. And, uh, no, but, I mean, right. it, well, it was just tell you how, I'll say that. How frustrating it was trying to watch porn on DSL. Oh, I mean, Tim, you have no idea. Christ. Yeah. It was a lot easier with pictures, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Videos just say it takes too fucking long. It's always buffering. Am I yeah. staring at a tit? Is that a Tit or a belly what is this? Is it, 1996 is trying to get Sonny to download here on <laughs> WWF keyboard what I, AOL. What am I staring at here? Is that a tit or an eyeball? I can't tell. It's all fuzzy. Yeah. Tit or eyeball? Yeah. It's my new game show. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you a big live music guy? Do you go to a lot of shows, like locally or, or travel? Um, 
you know, any distance to see bands, that kind of thing? Uh, not really. I mean, I, I have gone to shows before, but obviously the pandemic kind of put a damper on that. Yeah. Uh, the last show I went to was, uh, I went to Connecticut to go see Anthrax at the Wolf Den at Mohegan mm-hmm. Sun, which was a free show. That was the last thing I went to. But, uh, I, I will be going to, uh, a concert in September. First one since, uh, before the pandemic started. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But I'm not, honestly, I'm not the biggest live music guy. And uh, honestly, it's just so fucking expensive to go to a concert now. It, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I forgot who it was that was coming here uh, or coming to, like, Mohegan Sun or something. But, like, a, a nosebleed seat was over 100 bucks. And it's like, this is for a band I, I don't really, you know, I, I mean, I like them. Like, I'd go see them, but they're not one of my favorites, you know. And, and if I'm paying, you know, $150 with fees and whatever to go with see a band and, yeah, and all that shit, like, it's going to be one of my favorites, you know. But it's just it's crazy. So like if there's know, like if there's yeah. free shows, I'll go to those. Around and like there's a couple of local venues around here that sometimes get good stuff, but a lot of times it's music for old fucks. I mean, I, I don't go to those all that often. Who are you going to see? I am going to see uh, Ghost and Mastodon. Oh, nice. Okay. At the uh, at the Dunkin' Donuts Center, the Donuts Center. <laughs> the Donuts Center. Ghost at the Donut Center. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, unless it's one of those, uh, rinky dink local, sh- that, that sounds bad. It, unless mm-hmm. you're going to like support a, a, a friend's brother band or something band. At, yeah. at, at, right. at a, uh, at a local venue. Right. And it's like, you know, 11 bucks a pop. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like if you're going, if you're going at the to the door, a, if you're going to yeah. a club show or something. Yeah. At the door, you just, uh, you know, and I mean, got alcohol. Like, the tickets for this show were, uh, compared to everyone else, there. I mean, they're decent enough seats. Like, it's on the opposite end of the stage. It's, like, the other side of the arena. But it was, it was like, 60 bucks for a seat, which isn't terrible, mm. you know? Like, that yeah. I don't mind blowing, you know? Mm. But, like, uh, like 150 bucks for a nosebleed seat? No, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. All right, Jenny, what, uh, what questions have, have, have you got here for old Maddie? Um, well, I was curious. You said you had a lot of friends in high school, um, some that had come from middle school with you. Are you still in touch with anybody? Still uh, friends with a, a real people? Of, <laughs> real people. Yeah, am I, do I still have actual human contact? Yes. Yeah, that's my question. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't, so I don't know what that well, is. I mean, in some respects, you're better off, but I mean, uh, I do still have contact with some of them. I mean, it's it's not like a weekly thing or anything like that. It's, you know, it's sporadic. But like, I mean, one of my one of my best friends from middle school, I actually just talked to last week a little bit. So, I mean, he, he was actually he was at uh, I went to uh, for those that don't know, I was at uh, WrestleMania Backlash, which you can find on Matt Sousa's Peacock. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was at that show, and uh, actually, one of my best friends from middle school was also at that show. We had uh, floor seats, so we were talking about that a little bit. But it, you know, it's it's nothing like like it's not sporadic. We'll go to a bar every now and then, you know, just to catch up on shit. But like, it, it's one of those things where like, it, and every now and then you'll see this meme on like Facebook or Twitter or something like if you're that good of a friend, you know, if you're split up for a year or two, you can meet each other after a year and pick things right back up where they were. Right. Yeah. And that's that's kind of how it is with mm-hmm. this friend group of mine. Like, I mean, there's 
you know, months sometimes where we don't see each other. But, you know, we'll go to a bar or we'll go out to dinner or something, and it's just like it was, you know, years ago. So That's cool. Mm-hmm. I think I'm more high maintenance than that because if I haven't talked to you in, like, two years and you try to chat me up, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> It's just how I roll, I guess. Well, I mean, uh, f- people are busy. <laughs> yeah. I'm busy. <laughs> Too busy to call a bitch? Come on. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's Jen- Jenny's not sharing. Jenny's not uh, sharing that meme around. <laughs> I said high maintenance. And I- what, yeah, I'm hear- I'm what I'm hearing is I'm a better person than Jenny. I mean. Well, that's not even a <laughs> question, Matt. <laughs> oh, good enough. <laughs> Despite what Eric Eels thinks about well, it. Well, hey. Uh, look. <laughs> Guy makes one comment at three in the morning. Um, what about what about girlfriends? You dating? What about, What's the deal? Am I dating right now? Uh, no, not right now. Uh, I'm currently single. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those. Things. I've found out in my uh, 31 years here that I'm uh, not quite great at the whole dating thing. Uh, maybe it's just you know, but. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I've tried the online dating thing a little bit, and it, I, I didn't have any real success with that. And honestly, uh, the pandemic kind of put the kibosh on that, and I never went back to it. Right. Yeah. So uh, You realize you didn't miss it, in other words. Uh, you know what? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've been single for a while now, and I've, it's one of those things where I've kind of gotten used to it, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't want to meet somebody – Eventually, like, I mean, it'd be great, but it's not something, at least right now, that I am actively uh, seeking out. Uh, I'm just kind of enjoying doing my own thing. I'm a big fan of doing my own thing, <laughs> uh, I must say, and uh, I'm just kind of enjoying d- doing that right now. But if it happens, it happens, you know. But it, again, it's not something I'm uh, interested in all that much right now. What about in the past? Oh, in the past, I, I've had girlfriends. I've had, you know, not, I, I wouldn't say anything like super, super serious. I mean, I've had girlfriends for, you know, six, eight months. I think my longest one was like eight or nine months. So nothing, you know, nothing outrageous. And uh, uh, that one ended quite poorly. <laughs> not, a, not a fan of that one. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of the best way to word this. Like, I've never really said to myself, like, oh, you know, I'm going to marry this girl. You know what I mean? Like one of those type of things. So, I mean, look, it is what it is. And if it happens, it happens. But that's just that's kind of the way it is for me right now. It's a very practical take on it. Oh, well, I'm a very practical person. <laughs> Jenny, you know this. That's yeah, true. well, that's, again, real similar wavelengths there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Perhaps you you uh, just haven't met someone who speaks Matt the the compatible love language as mm. as yourself. Do, do you do you think maybe that's the case? Just, compatible love language. Tim yeah, your wires Tim turns into a robot lost. for a minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your wires the signals just get Byzantine compatible. <laughs> Well, Matt's like, look, I was born in Fall River. I ain't never leaving Fall River. (laughs) (laughs) If she ain't born here, then fuck her. Now, wait a minute. I never said that. Fall River sevens only. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) 
Have you seen a fall river seven, Tim? <laughs> no, I haven't. Admittedly, I'd like to see one. It, it's I, like I, a, I, it's I mean... like a Virginia two. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I need the the frame of reference, and that that painted quite think, the picture. So. Isn't all the yeah. conversion rates for all these states? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. There, there, someone must. Maybe that's what I need to do. We, we need to come. We need to come up with a uh, a, a a conversion rate for all the uh, the city's uh, people. I mm. think that's a great project. That uh, it's like crypto. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, we'll, we, we'll have to think. We'll, we'll have to think of a funny slash stupid name for it. Oh boy, I'll think of little else. <laughs> now oh my <I'm>... God. <laughs> we will come up with this. We will uh, we'll put it on uh, Kickstarter or one of those things. We'll start a Patreon. It'll be great. Uh, the other thing I was going to ask you about was your wrestling fandom. Mm-hmm. How how did that start? <laughs> so. Uh, it, it, this is going to sound very cliche. I know it is, but. I feel like I've been a wrestling fan from birth, like literally. My my dad was a wrestling fan, and my mom would tell me the stories where, like, when I was a baby, like she would go out on the weekends, you know, to run errands and whatnot. And my dad was home; she would put me on his lap on the recliner, and he would watch like superstars wrestling challenge stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, I was literally watching wrestling when I was in diapers. So, I mean, it's pretty much been a part of my entire life, whether it's watching it, going to shows, stuff like that. I mean, I can't remember a time where – and, I mean, I've had, you know, uh, periods where I didn't really watch anything. But, like, I can't remember a time in my life where I didn't, at the very least, think about wrestling. <laughs> it's kind of fucking crazy to think about, but that's just – It really it. is. Like, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, kind of crazy and also sad. <laughs> well, th- those are the kinds of interests and the kinds of hobbies that that are just in your blood. I mean, it just it, it might as well. It, it, you look at a DNA sample and you see um, Hogan <laughs> Andre from from, from, from <laughs> WrestleMania three. Oh, you know, like I didn't realize you could pick up. Yeah, I've you, never you had can, a DNA test. But. You'll see it. You'll see. You can actually watch the match if you. <laughs> Uh, so, examine wait, wait. your blood, Matt, under a microscope. So if I pull um, out this strand of hair, I, I can I can see what match I'm watching. Is that how that works? Yeah, yeah. I, that's a weird fucking sentence. It I may just... not be the same match each time. I, I think it uh-huh. changes. Well, you uh, have many but... different hairs, Tim. I mean, I, I'm assuming each hair is a different match. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. DNA, RNA, all that shit. Mm-hmm. But it, it's always visible from from your DNA. Now, is it uh, RNA like? E.H. if you're watching a match from a Canadian wrestler. Oh. Um, oh. Wow. You wanted to... I, I think you have to be from Canada, actually. Uh-huh. Oh, well, uh, bummer. I mean, uh, fun fact about Matt, I'm not full-blooded Port- Portuguese. I am French-Canadian. I'm partially French-Canadian. You oh. So, okay. Exactly. Lo mei. Lie. You're not a full Massachusettsian. <laughs> Tim, for the last time, that's not a thing we can <laughs> Stop trying to make Massachusetts. I'm making it a thing. But what is the real word? Because I'm blanking on. Is there an actual Uh, word? uh, Yes, uh, masshole, I think is what you call it. (laughs) Masshole. Oh, I don't consider you a masshole. You're you're one of the good ones. You don't? Oh, you mustn't. You're one of the good ones. Maybe I've just talked to you too much. I don't know. That's got to be it, right? Get with me and get with me in a uh, drive with me in a car. You'll see quite quick. But you've never been a 
an asshole like to me or to Tim that I know of, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> there was that time on the podcast where Tim interrupted me. Remember that? But even this, I mean, that is true. That was Tim's fault. I mean, yeah. <laughs> let's be real. Uh, no regrets. <laughs> or to anybody else, really. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't. I, I try not to be an asshole. I, look, I, I know I am partially an asshole. It's just kind of me. But, like, I, I, I try not to be. It's very hard for me sometimes not to be, I will say. <laughs> uh, it's very hard not to be an asshole to people sometimes. So you, you actively hold back. Uh, hold, hold back is such a wrong way to put it. I, I stifle yeah. myself, Jenny. Stifle. Okay. Stop short. Okay. You stop short. Yeah. I, I'm very proper, you know. I think it's, I think it's one thing to be, um, yeah. I, I, I think it's one thing to be kind of blunt or, uh, I always like the term abrupt when someone mm. says, well, that was very abrupt. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> without directly being an asshole to somebody. You know, right there, there is a there's a line somewhere, and I mean, I I, I don't actively uh, try to be an asshole. Sometimes it just comes out. Look, uh, my pops out. my my filter is very small, mm-hmm. and it's only going to well, get worse as I go further and further into my thirties here. <laughs> so yeah, well, and, and you're true. fond you're fond of of the alcoholic beverage on occasion as well. I don't know what well. you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, about. look, I I only yeah. drink skim milk, Tim. <laughs> this is a sober podcast. This is a dry podcast, so I, I, I hesitate. I'm, I'm, a, dry, I'm a dry man, Tim. I'm a dry man. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> um, How dare you? Uh, what's it like being in your 30s? So you're you're kind of newly, <laughs> newly entering your 30s. You know, and I'm, well, I'm we, my 30s. So hey, I, me too. That's the thing. Like we've we've got some friends, Jenny. Oddly enough, who are who are kind of new to that experience of being in your thirties. Whereas we're on our way. (laughs) So I always wonder what that's like for, for people, because I compare it to my own experience. And I, and I think that I always say I had a harder time turning 29 than I did 30. Mm -hmm. Cause that's when it was sort of like, Oh shit, this is really happening. Right. And, uh, then when I actually turned 30, it's just like, it's just another year. This is no big deal. Like who cares? Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's been that way ever since, but I don't know what's what's it been like for you, Matt. That's a very deep question you asked me. What's it like being in your thirties? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you guys are still in your thirties, so you still know. But but we've been well, hardened by I, we've been I hardened see. by the world. We've and been you're still for a while. new to it. You're I new see. to it. You're new to the experience. Are you still optimistic? Did it mess you up in any way? Uh, Jenny, I've any never I've, about it? I, I've never been optimistic about anything ever. I I, I assume the That's worst. That's the way to go then. I assume yeah. the worst about everything. I'm a skeptical prick. Always have been, always will be. And that's that's not going to change whether I was 21 or 31. So it's only going to get worse. So. so then your 30s should be pretty decent for you. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I'll just I'll just up the alcohol intake and keep being skeptical. There you go. So, there we go. Perfect. Good advice. Keep being skeptical. <laughs> just, just go, eh, I don't think so. I don't uh, like that. I don't like that. Eh, no. This, this doesn't do vibe with me. <laughs> oh man, I just 
I just wondered if you felt any kind of way about it or, or no, like, were I, you I, dreading it or, or was it like, um, <laughs> mourning? I know people who cried, who, who like mourned, mourned the loss of, of their youth in their 20s. They were so extra about it. Oh God. And, uh, I just thought, God, that, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely like an adjustment, but I was like, it's really yeah. not that big a deal. I mean, so. like, 30 is a big number, 40 is a big number, you know, but mm. I, I don't know. I've always kind of looked at, like, I'm not a huge birthday guy to begin with. So, I, I don't know. It's just another day for me. Like, oh, I'm 30 now, you know. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, I definitely get where you're coming from. But for me, it's like, yeah, I'm 30. I'm going to be, I'm, you know, I'm 31. I'll be 32 in, in a year. It's like, it is what it is. I mean, uh, uh, father time is undefeated, as as they say. So, we're all, we're. He is that. <laughs> Very father fair. time is a great wrestling gimmick, by the way. Father Very time un- father undefeated. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it, it didn't bug me all that much. Now, will will forty bug me? I I don't know. <laughs> what am I going to be like? Probably in, not. What am I going to be no. like in nine years? I don't know. But I, I mean, we'll I get back say, to you on that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I I can say uh, turning thirty didn't bug me all that much. So we'll 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 cross the forty bridge when we get to it. But but what about like physically? Have you had any breakdowns? Because that's when. <laughs> Like stuff like, starts happening, weird back spasms, and well, so uh, here's another thing you may not know about me is uh, I used to bowl in leagues for mm. uh, let's say half my life. Uh, so, and the reason why I don't bowl anymore and haven't thrown a bowling ball for about seven years is I was getting real bad tennis elbow, like mm. uh, to, to the point where after throwing a couple bowling elbow, a bowling elbow, yes. Uh, to the point where, uh, after throwing a couple of games, I would have to ice my elbow down. Uh, so, uh, every now and then, uh, uh, that uh, flares back up, particularly in the winter, like, uh, someone who's 85 and arthritic. Uh, oh, my brittle bones, it's gonna be below 30 out, my elbow's gonna fucking kill me. You know, like, that type of thing. But... I mean, other than that, I mean, knock on uh, something that's wood next to me. I don't have anything. That's probably bad. But uh, outside of that, and I mean, my hands and my wrists from again from bowling are also uh, varying degrees of bad. But other than that, I'm pretty okay so far. But I mean, we all have, uh, you know, injuries. I mean, neck, back, all that shit. My pussy, uh, pussy, just like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I feel like that all kind of got started for me after 35, 36-ish is when I, mm-hmm. when I really start, although I think my increasing weight probably contributed a great mm-hmm. deal more so than age, mm-hmm. but, but that's a whole other issue. Right. I mean, um, I've, I've definitely like, th- I helped my aunt move last year, the year before, yeah, and I mean I, I've thrown my back out before, but it's it's not like it's not a recurring thing, you know. Like my back isn't bugging me right now, and I mean I've thrown it out to, to the point where I can't fucking get off of a couch. Like I've been that bad, but like after a couple of weeks it goes away and it doesn't bug me again, you know. But will it happen again if I lift a heavy thing? Almost certainly. So I mean maybe that maybe that's from age. Uh, I don't know. One but, day it'll just never get better. Well, <laughs> You'll just be like, I live like this now. 
Great. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll start prepping the wheelchair now. Yeah. Do that. I think we've learned a lot so far here. I know um, I have. Did you have any other pressing questions, Jenny? Pressing. I was thinking about this. was a pressing engagement. Um, well, you are a podcast host, um, mainly mm-hmm. because I um, kind of bullied you into doing that. <laughs> there and, <it> is. <laughs> <laughs> but you're very good at it. And uh, Well, thank you. Yeah. I don't think I was aware of that. Uh huh. Oh, you don't know that story, Tim. No, he was. I, Jenny, was, I was very nice. I'm just joking. But uh, <laughs> no, I. I but I, you, I, let's say, gently encouraged uh, yeah. Matthew to to begin podcasting. In other so, words, look. Uh, I mean, the whole reason I even did a podcast was because of Jenny. Never mind hosting one. The whole reason I was on one was because of Jenny. Yeah. Okay. That first pilot, Jenny and the Gems. That was all you. You asked me out of nowhere to do yeah. a show, yeah. and it was okay. You don't know you don't know how I'm gonna be, but okay. I don't <laughs> know. Wanna... I, I don't know. I could just tell it's gonna be. I've like... always wanted to ask you about that. Like, no, what I mean, made you... you know, when you're like, if you get an idea for a show and you're like, mm-hmm. I want to do this, and you're like, who are the people I would like to speak to about this? You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's a short list, and <laughs> um, you know, I I think that we we were pretty new friends. Um, mm-hmm. When we started that, but um, I don't know. I just I just always liked you and thought you were real good, and I thought you would do real good on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the movie pod. I did I say it should be an action movie, or did you say it should be an action movie? I I want to say it was you. I was thinking I rem- that too, if I remember right, because I knew you liked a lot of action movies. Because right. I did too. And I was like, you know, I think Matt would be good for that. Mm-hmm. And um, because we were all just sort of – a lot of us in our friend group were starting our own shit at that mm-hmm. time. We needed something like an action pod. Right. And um, But how did you come to love action movies, I guess, is my question. Uh, I mean, uh, I saw True Lies, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, when I was, oh, let's say four years old, uh, four or five-ish around there. And kind of from there, it's been like, oh, the, these guys have guns and they're going to shoot bad guys while I'm in. So it kind of just started from there. And I mean, look, I, I was way too young to be watching True Lies, but it's kind of, I mean, I've seen that movie a thousand times. It, it's kind of, honestly, it's that movie that kind of led to I it, love that which, movie. which really too. pisses me the fuck off because one, you can't buy it because you can't find it. It's not, there's not even a Blu-ray of it available, number one. It's infuriating. And number two, Why? you can't you can't stream it, which makes me so irrationally angry. And I know it makes you angry, Tim. It's yeah. infuriating. I think it has to do with some sort of rights thing. Like, uh, there's a DVD of it out there, but mm-hmm. you'll look and it's like thirty bucks. And I'm not paying thirty bucks for a DVD in 2022. I'm just I just won't do it. Not even of your favorite action movie. Well, it's not my favorite action movie. It's the one I've seen the most. Well, <laughs> that one. It's the one well, that okay. started. So, what it is what is your favorite action movie then? Oh God, yeah, you, you're gonna pull it. This is the toughest question you've asked me. God damn it! I know. Oh God. I was uh, gonna ask you your favorite band, and then I was like, no, that's not fair. But then well, you, could, you could ask me that. I'm too. gonna ask that too. I'm okay. gonna ask that too. <laughs> so I'll have to come up with two bands. Got it? Uh, yeah, two, two, two difficult questions. Let's see. Uh, I, I do love me Commando. I do like Commando. Oh, oh, that's you know what? Commando is my 
I always describe Commando as my favorite um, pure Arnold movie, as in <laughs> yeah, it's it's just Arnold distilled at his most Arnold. And I know people are thinking, well, what about Terminator? What about Terminator 2? What about right. Conan? I mean, no. It's not a part of a franchise. It didn't mm-hmm. go sprawling off into all these other weird directions. It is just a one-and-done, standalone Arnold at his most Arnold yeah. action movie. And I mean, uh, yeah, I hands down that's that's got to be it for there, me in there's, terms of Arnold movies. There's a lot of Arnold movies I could pick because I, I like a whole lot of them. The Running Man is so great and so campy. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's this other one I don't know if you've seen. It's called Sudden Death with John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yes. Oh God, I love that stupid movie. The hijackers take over Game Seven of the Stanley Cup, and I'm a big hockey fan, so that's right up my alley. Oh, yeah. he get he gets in the fight with the fucking penguin mascot. Oh God, one of one of the greatest scenes in American cinema history. Is it uh, between that and Hard? So Hard Target is the one with is that the, the one with Lance snake. Henriksen? That's the one with the snake, and he, and he punches uh, the snake. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know what are, one? Are I, you know what one I, I I really love too, which makes me all the more angry because if we may uh, get inside baseball, uh, the last time uh, on the most recent episode of uh, a piece of the action, uh, the PTB NXT gang was on, and this was the movie we were going to watch, and it's one of my <laughs> favorites, but it's not streaming anywhere, and that is The Rock. Yeah, uh, which makes me very angry. <laughs> One and day, it, and it was streaming until recently. That, it, the they thing. pulled like, it. I found out after the fact they pulled it off streaming yeah. like three days before yeah. we recorded that show. Great. I'm so mad. But hey, we got Cliffhanger, which is also great. Can't sure. go wrong with that. Well, I have good news. Um, mm-hmm. As of this moment, so as of this recording, pulling the curtain back, June first, you can watch The Rock on Tubi with mm-hmm. ads. Mm-hmm. With ads, but it's there. So there you go. There we Tubi go. Tubi coming through. Womack. Here. Yeah. Have you done a, a piece of the action on sudden death? I have not. Okay. Just wondering. I'll, I'll, I know it's on the list. All right. It is on the list. Of, claim that. Somebody needs to claim that. Yeah, I need to get some um, JCVD in there, huh? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know what's a good one too is Bloodsport. I do love Bloodsport. I've never seen mm-hmm. Bloodsport. Oh, Jenny. Yep. Yeah. It's very, it's it's very good. It's like an hour and a half. It's get in, get out. It's it's basically like Mortal Kombat. Ooh. Oh, it is. Yeah. It, it really like to the point that isn't. Uh, or may, maybe Street Fighter actually more because it's less like fantasy shit. Well, I I want to say that uh, the Johnny Cage character model was was lifted right from. Jean Claude Van Damme's character mm. in that movie, like for the original, we're going back to like you know ninety, right. ninety one, ninety two, the arcade game, um, and they wanted him to do like because you know how they they had actual people like do the, I don't know the the old school equivalent of like mo capping mm-hmm. um, for a lot of that stuff, and yeah, it was all going to be based around Jean Claude Van Damme, and then he. Mm-hmm. I think he like was he had, there was a conflict of interest where he was um, licensed to do another uh, competing manufacturer's um, arcade game or something, which mm. yeah, so it fell through. But they still right. retained like the character design and all the the tournament the tournament aspect of it too, which which you certainly get um, right. from Bloodsport and uh, you like know all the other shit. 
It, it, um, you, should watch, you, you should watch it. I think they just added it to Pluto, like, today. That might be a thing. I was going to say, we, um... It's very good. <laughs> yeah, we we should definitely, um... Definitely let's, cycle let's that one Let's do an episode through. of Pluto right after. <laughs> right after this, right? Yeah. Just roll right into it. <laughs> you, you know, the, the thing, too, about action movies, too, is... Like, I feel like even if you're watching a bad one, uh, there's usually going to be at least one thing that's entertaining in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where, like, if yeah. you're watching, like, a bad comedy, it's just like, ugh, just fucking end this. This isn't funny. Shut the movie off, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least that's how I feel about it. There's going to be a great explosion or, or a, yes. great, a great right. one-liner. Right, or something. A great, a great uh, death scene that just mm-hmm. <laughs> puts I it I mean, all the violence. Right. Yeah, oh, for sure. That's what makes John Wick so great. Another. Uh, yes, it is. God, those movies. Good Lord. So Why can't good. they put out John Wick 4 now? It's done, God damn it. They're just fucking with us at this point. <sighs> God damn it. Hard target on the TV right now. Mm. See a sudden impact in here? Could have a JCVD night. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. Double team. I think it's double team is on Netflix. Double right? team. Uh-huh. With, uh huh. With uh, Rod the Bod brother. Mm-hmm. I've also, never seen um, <laughs> what's the other one? Uh, is it called um, uh, Double Impact? Yeah, there's another which stars uh, JCVD and JCVD. <laughs> titles have the same fucking name <laughs> because do. because we weren't creative in the nineties. Double impact, sudden death. <laughs> well, so sudden it's, death. Like, it's like those two th- those um, you get those uh, two competing movies that are the same fucking plot that come out at the same time. It's like one yeah. of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what, what was it? Ar- Armageddon and Deep Impact. Uh, Deep, Deep Impact. impact yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sudden impact. Um, deep impact. No, yeah, uh, no sudden death. No sudden death. I'm afraid. No, mm. Not streaming. Um, of course it isn't because it's a movie I want to watch. Right. That's usually how that goes. I don't think that movie is called Sudden Impact. It's called. Um, <laughs> it's Double Impact, isn't it? Doubly sudden impact. <laughs> it's 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 yeah. some amalgamation of like five words. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Double Impact is is the one with the twins. Does he play twins? Yes, he pl- it's a yes. dual role for Jason. That's right. Oh, that's going to have to be viewed. It's like JCVD and uh, VDJC. Uh, I said that wrong. And that is streaming on like literally everything. It's on Prime, <laughs> it's on Roku, it's on Hoopla, it's on Tubi, it's on it Pluto. Is. Yeah. Can I get it yeah. on LaserDisc? <laughs> That one is in no danger of of uh, going away. Is it available? On, is it available on Grooney's Sega Genesis? That's an inside, <laughs> yes. that's an inside yes, joke. That's, mm-hmm. that's but a it joke. wasn't a dick joke. A little no. bit. Um, oh. You said you were a physical uh-huh. media guy. Um, does that include cassette tapes? No, 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 no. Okay. No. So just, uh, I, I I do have a few. I don't have. Uh, I have like maybe ten overall. But no. Did you it, say cassette tapes? Yeah. Okay. No, it was Which, it was most like I have like singles from when I was like a kid, mm-hmm. but for me it was mostly CDs that I bought. And like my mom, <laughs> it's funny. Like she's a physical media person too. That's probably where I get it from. She still has like fucking eight tracks in her house. 
Oh wow! Around oh, somewhere, shit. and she still has like all her vinyl that she had when she was younger. And oh wow! That's so cool. it 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 must <laughs> the hoarding thing must run in the family. Guess well, not. I was going to be curious. I was curious if you were into vinyl, which oh no, it's it's too expensive, too expensive, and it's a pain in the ass to store. Mm. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, uh, I, I've looked into it, but I just uh, room room is at a uh, is at a premium to begin with, and uh, I, adding another collection of music that mo- like most of the ones I bu- I'd be buying I already have anyway. So like, why am I gonna? I don't I don't need two copies of fucking Purple Rain, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I know the other question. Uh, so I know that you are a dog person. Mm-hmm. And you have some dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, how how do you get them to not suck? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> uh, well, th- that is a great question. Uh, uh, you you have a puppy, correct? Yeah. Well, you, you see, when she's not a puppy anymore, then they're not gonna suck. <sighs> they won't suck. I just have trouble believing that at this uh, stage. I'm telling you, uh, the the beagle I had before I had these two dogs, we got him uh, when uh, I was in high school, and he, I want to say he was like like 15 weeks old, 16 weeks old, and that fucking dog was a pain in the ass until he was like two. How do people survive? I mean, like. Uh, <laughs> When you're not attached to your things, <laughs> because I mean you're you're gonna lose. I, I lost a lot. Of, I lost like ten dollar bills to that dog. He, he yeah. took he took ten dollar bills right off of my night table. I'm very attached to my things, Matt. Very. <laughs> I I know, but what well, you see? What I'm saying is maybe become less attached because as it turns out, uh, they're they're expendable. <laughs> the fuck they yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, but uh, in my experience, um. Some I, I can breeds tell are just better than others. Like, yeah. um, even even as puppies, like they, some just get it quicker than quicker mm-hmm. than others. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it's just like a, it just kind of depends on the breed and and how much work and, you're you're gonna put in and how much time you really spend with them and how much you protect your stuff because yeah, they're still gonna want to chew. Right. But it, it, that chewing thing, it, it definitely goes away. That's but, something that definitely goes away. But you know? I mean, for and it, honestly, it depends on the dog. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the beagle I had when I was in high school, that dog was chewing shit until he was like two. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, the two dogs I have now, they're both rescues. One of them is I want to we we I don't know how old one of them is. I want to say she's like probably eight or nine. There's no papers on her. But the, and the other one I know for a fact is four. So, and I mean, they don't really chew anything anymore. The first night I had the four-year-old dog, she was a little uncomfortable, and I think she was nervous, obviously, because she was in a new place. So she yeah. started, she started, you know, chewing stuff. But I mean, ever since then, she's been fine. So I mean, it, it definitely <laughs> goes away. There, there is hope for your dog, Jenny. Okay. It, it does go away, but. I mean, uh, you know what works for my dog, honestly, was a spray bottle. Really? Well, I just bought this, like, can of stuff called Pit Corrector. Mm -hmm. So it was, like, a little, like, 
hissing noise. It like hisses at them when they yeah. get close to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so that beagle I had in high school also uh, used to chew uh, the coffee table, the ends of the coffee yes. table. Yeah. So we bought some of that like uh, spicy spray shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of that. You spray it on like yeah. the ends of the coffee table and they're not supposed to eat it. Yeah, that fucking dog loved it. It was like seasoning. Oh, God. <laughs> so it, act- it, it actually chewed the table more from oh, it. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a fun time. <laughs> Oh. Bitter apple is the one that that I remember yeah. Yeah. my dad using with. Um, he had German shepherds, um, mm-hmm. which those. I mean, that's a breed where. I mean, other than his his first one, which was that that dog was just wild. Um, mm-hmm. His other German shepherds, like he was pretty strict about uh, crate training them, yeah. and so they they kind of fell in line um, right. pretty early. But the only other dogs I have experience with are are Shelties, and mm-hmm. at even at that, we've only ever my family only ever had one Sheltie from the time he was a puppy, and that's that's the dog um, my parents have now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was I don't know that that dog is is just like gifted or something <laughs> like <it's, laughs> he just from day one it like. He maybe had one accident in the house as a puppy and then mm-hmm. um, figured out very quickly, oh, I don't want to do that in my house. I want to do that outside. Right. And, um, like, it was – I'd never seen a dog, like, figure out uh, crate training and human expectations as, as quickly as that, that puppy mm-hmm. did. He just mm-hmm. – and, I mean, Shelties are, are really, really smart and – Right. Um. As, as a breed, they yeah. As a breed, they they are pretty much, um, very people pleasing, mm-hmm. and to the point that you can't even really discipline them because they they take it they take it too hard. Um. <laughs> yeah. They kind of discipline themselves. Like they know, <laughs> they know when they fuck up, and if you even try to start to scold them, they'll they'll try to hide. It's they're, really they're, funny. Where do mas- I get one of those? Dogs? They're masochists, is what you're saying. Yeah. They kind of are, yeah. That and so they rarely do anything that, right? You know, that alive would yeah. would get them in serious, yeah, mm-hmm. serious shit with you because they just they don't they know when they when they act up and they're like oh shit right um, but yeah that I mean that's just a my mom always went always found like some some local breeder which I know. People have very mixed feelings about like, mm-hmm. but I, you know, we've just always been shelty people. So, right. That's what, so, that's what we do. Jenny, do you have, is uh, your dog a mixed breed or? It's a um, miniature pincher mixed mm-hmm. with a chihuahua. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. See, chihuahuas are kind of crazy. I hate to tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> My aunt has chihuahuas. They're fucking nuts. She, she's big. I mean, she don't look like a chihuahua at all, but. Right. Right. Um, and she, I can, she's very smart, and I know she, this is what it's like. Mm-hmm. It's like I can tell that she knows it's wrong, but she's right. gonna oh, keep yeah. doing it anyway. That, that's like, that's that's a beagle thing too. Yeah, the, it's just like they, they look at you; they know they're fucking up, but they don't care. They're just gonna continue to look at <laughs> yeah. you and, and do it. Yeah, and, some some breeds just like to challenge you that yeah, way, and uh, and others are the complete opposite. They're yeah. like, oh. Fuck. Try, but, try, really try the asshole type of thing. But she's also extremely cuddly. 
and mm-hmm. affectionate and right. lovable. Mm-hmm. And so then she just fucks you up because like, and she's really cute. And you're like, and then she wants to snuggle you and just love on you all the time. And you're like, but I hate you because you <laughs> fuck up all my stuff. Right. And then you look like a monster. You look like a monster <laughs> because your cute, cuddly little dog just wants to love on you. But you know the trail of destruction that they left across her house, right. and you're just like, I don't know. I don't trust you. Mm. I don't know, man. That's a me thing. No, no, that's that, that's 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 a common thing. Believe me. Yeah, it's, well, I feel like it, you're it, an asshole. It, <laughs> you're doing what you can. I mean, it, I mean, me, how old, I, I don't how old is the dog? Um, not even a year. Yeah. I mean, I, I can only go from what I've experienced, but usually at around a year, they start to kind of uh, calm down. Maybe not full, fully calm down, but mm-hmm. around a year, they do start to calm down a little bit at least. So there's that. Hopefully. But is she, yeah, um, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. The puppy ears are fucking tough. I won't lie to you. It's rough. Is she spayed yet? Not yet, um, because they told us to wait until mm-hmm. after she had... Um, uh, what do they call it? Um, her first uh, spotting. Uh, yeah, heat. Heat. heat the heat. second, yep. the second heat cycle is what they said mm-hmm. after oh, that okay. to get her spaded, and she's only had one so far. Okay. So yeah, I'm really not looking forward to that either because that was a <laughs> whole fucking nightmare. Oh like, yeah, that the yeah. day, the day that we tore up the. <laughs> The carpet in the house and put in new flooring was the day that she started heat and it was blood. Oh, oh great! Blood. Just all over the house. Jesus. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm like walking around wiping up blood off of my brand new floors. Mm. Yep. But then I was like, at yep. least it wasn't the carpet, I guess. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if that but was carpet, if it had, that, if that if it had just carpet. been the old carpet, which was about to get ripped up anyway, you would have been right. like, "Who cares?" You right. know. But even then, it's I'm just that kind of person where <laughs> I'm not going to be able to sit in this room if there's blood spattered stuff anywhere. Like it's just sure, but yeah. I mean, they, is, they do yeah, say dog blood makes a nice other. makes a nice decor, but I mean, no, no. to each their own. And we still have some carpet in the house, so I'm just like super dreading the her next heat cycle because I'm gonna be insane. Just keep her in the room with the floor. I'm just gonna put her in her kennel. You gotta get the uh, you gotta wait. Get the you wait this out. Yeah, you gotta get the diaper for her. Yeah. See, I bought her a diaper, and then it it couldn't really get. She's a puppy, so she's automatically yeah. just chewing chewing it off her. She's yeah. Not gonna let me put uh, when I tried potty training <laughs> our dogs, uh, uh, yeah, the di- the diaper uh, didn't work either. Didn't go so well. No, and no. And plus, you couldn't even really figure out how to put it on. It was he, very uh, complicated. He ripped the shit out of it when he was a puppy. He just tore it right off of him. Yep. So it wasn't even worth it. My mom was like, fuck this. This is a waste of money. <laughs> but then I'm like, what do you do? Like, what is the other option? Just let the, the dog... Bleed all over your house wire, I guess. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess just confine them to the room with flooring because it's easier to clean up, would be my guess. But she would chew her fucking way out of it, you know? Like, she is a savage. She will chew a wall. 
or bark, you know, right. <laughs> or whine and cry. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody's weak because she's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Kills you with a, kindness. Yeah. That's a human weakness there. It is. Oh, it it totally is. Just, to, just today, just today, my fucking dog was shaking on the couch. It's like, oh my god, what's the matter? Like, is it cold? I fucking shut the AC off because I thought the dog was cold. <laughs> what? Fuck my needs. <laughs> See, I, I ain't trying to live that life, man. <laughs> I don't want to. And then I thought to myself, what am I doing? Can I put it back? Now just. You say it's bad, but just imagine if you had a really, a really sweet, cuddly, people pleasing dog uh-huh. that that wanted that just wanted your attention and just wanted to play and w- wanted your love constantly and and never stepped out of line. You imagine how spoiled that dog would be. Yeah, yeah. And you pretty much get what what my parents have right now, which is the most spoiled dog in existence. <laughs> which it's unreal how. <laughs> Spoiled. I mean, he will sit at the kitchen table with my stepdad and be fed popcorn by hand. That's how <laughs> that's how spoiled he is. Yeah. Well, if he's a he good will, boy, uh, then he deserves it. Right. Yeah. He'll he'll be sitting next to you on on the couch on the leather couch, by the way, mm. with one of his toys, with one of his thousands of toys, because he has three. <laughs> He has three toy boxes, okay, throughout the house. Jesus. And so he'll pull one of his toys out, and he'll get up on the couch, and, you know, he'll be chewing on it. He will drop the toy on the floor accidentally, and then look at you and start whining to pick it up for him. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh, boy. And That's then how. Did. Yeah. And then you do, of course, yeah. because you're a pushover. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that dog knows an easy mark. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's. Well, that dog is extremely gorgeous too. Oh so. yeah, that too. Um, well, yeah. Well, he got looks and brains. What? Yeah. What can you yeah. do? You know, you're powerless. Yeah. You're powerless at that point. <laughs> so. Um. What I guess. Um. The other thing was how you came to be a part of the. Uh. The nation. The. The nation. Yeah. The nation. Original nation. The original nation, yes. Uh, so that stemmed from. So I was. I used to go to uh, historyofwwe.com just to, you know, screw around, kill free time, look at stuff. And at one point, they added a podcast section. And I, at the time, I had never really listened to a podcast. And I saw, you know, Scott and Justin's uh, podcast there, and I was like, "All right, let's let's give this a listen." And you know, they were both local to me, so I thought that was pretty cool. And you know, he they were talking about you know going to shows in Providence and all that, and that was where I used to go to shows. So it just kind of spun from there. And then you know, I think when I joined the Facebook, the original Facebook page, I want to say there was like, uh, I'm pretty sure it was like less than a hundred people on it when I joined it. Yeah, and it. it it just kind of went from there, and I listened to it. So I was there like 2011-ish. It was probably like the first year of pods, probably the first few that they did. I was already listening to them. So, yeah, that's – I just kind of st- – I wasn't like actively searching for a podcast to listen to. It, it just kind of happened because I went on the site that day, and they had the podcast section. I was like, all right, let's, let's, uh, let's see what they got here. And that was it. Uh, the rest is history, as they say. Isn't that so cool? It was like so mm-hmm. random. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just it just kind of happened, you know. It's not like, oh, I, I want to listen to a podcast about, you know, Survivor Series 87. Like, no, it wasn't anything like that. It was just, I just kind of stumbled across it one day. So, and here we are 11 years later. Jesus Christ. That is so crazy. Yeah. Like, literally, yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, um, if I hadn't done that, I mean, I probably wouldn't be talking to you guys right now. Definitely so. not. <laughs> Oh man! Um, Those little decisions you make daily mm-hmm. that sometimes uh, will influence um, the next several years of your life mm-hmm. unexpectedly. Yeah, I mean, here you know, uh, multiple podcasts, editing a bunch of them. I mean, when you really yeah. think about it, like had I not gone on that site that day, like none of that would be happening probably. Mm-hmm. So that's something to think about. <laughs> What was your um what was your first podcast appearance? Did you like do were you a guest on like PTB or, or any of the related shows before you started started doing your own? Uh no. The, the first podcast no. I ever did was the one where uh we did the pilot for Jenny and the Gems. Okay. That was with me, Jenny and Drew. That was the first radio podcast thing I had ever done, period. I had no idea. I had always wanted to do one. But it was always a thing, like, I didn't have the right equipment, I, you know, I didn't have a laptop with a mic or anything like that, yeah. so, like, yeah. I had always wanted to do it, but didn't really, you know, have the means to do it at the time, so, yeah, I mean, that was, what, what year was that, 2019 we did that? Was when I it started? Say, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a pre-pandemic show, yeah. Yeah. Um, it makes me furious that um, there are no hidden gems on... Mm-hmm. The Peacock mm-hmm. version of the network now. Um, it, I mean, I, I can look into it. It is my Peacock after all. Well, oh, it is Matt Zeus's Peacock. Yeah. I'll I'll have to get on that. Well, figure it out. Get those hidden gems back because uh, mm-hmm. I missed that what, show. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Don't you hate when a podcast ends not because uh, you don't want to do it anymore, but because you can't do it <laughs> can't? anymore? Yeah. That's uh, I mean that's that's the worst feeling about most things. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, you, just, you want to be able to keep doing it, but yeah. just, I want to do this thing. But possible. there's a reason beyond my control that doesn't let me do this thing anymore, and it's so fucking aggravating. That it sucks like, so bad. Th- there's few things in life that make me angrier than that. I know. Hmm. Well, I was I was thinking about letting you off the hook, but I'm not now. <laughs> You have to give us. You have to give us your favorite band. Oh since, well, uh, I'll give you my favorite. Since we talked movies for a while, we'll, uh-huh. you know, we, we got to get back to the music here. What's what's your favorite band? So uh, I'll give you my favorite band, and then I want to give you two a choice. I have uh, I have two uh, high school stories uh, all cooked up for you that I that okay. I would I would like to tell. I'll I'll uh, I'll, okay. I'll give you a choice. And uh, I, I, I'll give you a choice as to which one you want. Uh, uh, well, what I'm doing here, what I'm doing here, is killing time because I don't know what my fucking favorite band is. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh God, favorite band. Jesus Christ, that's tough. I'm trying to think of. Um, what I'm what I'm doing in my head here. Uh, this is very interesting for the listeners at home. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Is uh, I'm going through a, a, a mental I- index of all the songs I have on my phone. And trying to see yeah. who I have the most of. And off the top of my head, it's probably, it's either going to be David Bowie. He's probably up there. Okay. 
Uh, Neil Young is probably up there for me. Would not have expected that. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big Neil Young fan. Uh, Metallica's up there for me. Yeah. Uh, Black Sabbath is up there for me. But which mm. one is it? You don't <sighs> have to pick one. That that gives us No, no, Tim, so. you asked the question. I'm going to pick one. <laughs> all right, well, if you insist. Even if we're here all night, I'm going to pick one, Tim. <laughs> you asked the question. Now you're going to do it. By all you you weren't mean, expecting this. Right? Now I have to deal with it. Now yeah, they, you're goddamn right you do. You I said guess I Neil should just Donald, go fuck myself. Right? No, I said Neil Young, Jenny. Oh, oh my bad. <laughs> Is there a difference? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, one's young and one's a diamond. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to go with Bowie. I think I, I find myself listening to his stuff more than probably most other people. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I would go with him, and it's. Probably a close second for me would be Black Sabbath, if I had to. And and th- again, this is today. You're asking me today. There's a right, real sure. chance it changes again tomorrow. But uh, how I'm feeling right now, I would say David Bowie is probably number one for me. Unless I'm forgetting an obvious one, but I'll I'll go with that for right now. Okay, okay. keeping it classy mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As you do. Yeah, I'm, I'm very classy. You know this. So, uh, which story would you like to – these are both uh, – you, you see, I, I did most of my uh, partying in high school, you see, because, okay. uh, a, as I mentioned before, college, not exactly the best time for me uh, mentally. So I, I, I got most of it out of my system in high school. So which story do you want to hear? Do you want to hear uh, the one where we almost had to call the cops on our own party? Or – do you want to hear the one that involved uh, a clown car getting to a party? Ooh, clown car. Clown car. Yeah, I'm very curious of what you mean by that. So every year, uh, both of these stories revolve around the same friend. There was a friend of mine in high school who used to uh, he used to throw a big rager basically every year for his birthday, and this was the second one he had. And, uh, well, I'll, I'll tie it into the first story. We, we, uh, the first party we had, uh, was at his grandmother's house. And the grandmother was home. So, uh, and, and, <laughs> yeah. So, Did I, I. Grandma throw down? Uh, I mean. She uh, ran a train. Yeah, kind I mean, kind She did kind of throw down a little bit, but. Uh, so, I'm like, well, I love this grandma. And, well, uh, now I didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, his grandmother was cute, but anyway. Uh, she was a Fall River 10. Yeah. I, you don't find those anywhere, Tim. So uh, because of that, this uh, this year's party was not at the same house because we learned from our mistakes, you see. So we ended up having this party at a friend of ours' house, and his parents were there, and his parents didn't give a shit. So now, mind you, we were probably, let's see, 17, 18 at the time. So, I mean, my guess is, as far as uh, the parents are concerned, that it was something like, well, if they're here under our watch, they're not killing somebody on the street. I mean, that's always the it was it was very weird. Mm. That was always the impression I got. But anyway, so there's about we meet at this kid's house and there's about 20 of us who have to get to this other house to have the party. And there's only three cars with about 20 kids. So okay. the guy who had the guy who had the, uh, the biggest car, he had like a, a Chrysler Sebring or, or something like that. So, I mean, you could pit, put people in there, but in no means is it meant for a lot of people. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, this was the car I ended up in. So he was driving his car. His girlfriend was in the passenger seat. And then it was me, another guy, and uh, my best friend in the back seat. And uh, so that's five people. And now five, here's, okay. here's where it gets uh, slightly illegal is uh, three women on our laps in the back seat. Mm-hmm. So now, so now okay. we're up. So now we're up to eight. And uh, here's where it gets very illegal. Uh, one person in the trunk. No. Uh, <laughs> who's in the trunk? Look, we opened it up to suggestions. We said, who wants to ride in the trunk? And uh, what, someone raised their hand. Look, am I, I'm, I'm not riding in the fucking trunk. If someone wants to raise their hand, go right ahead. And, I mean, uh, the, the logic we had was, uh, well, it was only a five to ten minute car ride. So, and we, look, we gave, we gave him strict instructions that if we got pulled over to be quiet. So, I mean, it all, it all worked out fine. And, uh, I believe I've told, this was the same party where, uh, have I told you this story where I got pants at a party? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't, re- I don't recall that one. So, uh, same guy driving the car. We we get to the party. Uh, we let what's his name out of the trunk. Everything was fine, and we're playing a beer pong. And uh, this beer pong game must have been going for like an hour and a half. It's it, to this day, it's the longest beer pong game I have ever played. It's still going. Uh, yeah, it, it, some say it's like WrestleMania 32. Some say it's still mm-hmm. going. And uh, the guy that was driving the uh, the Chrysler uh, could not hold his liquor worth a good goddamn. Which I mean, be, being seventeen, and I mean, we were drinking like fucking bush beer. It was whatever we oh. could get our. It was whatever we could get our hands on because we were in fucking high school. And I mean, he was he was completely gone. So he made a uh, like some sort of trick shot, winning shot to end the world's longest beer pong game. So he starts doing laps around the pool table that we're playing on, right? So he's doing laps, and then all of it, there's like um, it was in his basement. There was like a, a like a chair or a piece of wood or something sticking out a little bit, and the guy trips over it. And while tripping over it, he decides to grab onto me to try and break his fall. <laughs> and, and and by uh, by grabbing onto me, I meant grabbing onto my pants. <laughs> and uh, guess who decided not to wear a belt that day? Uh, that, oh. that would be me. I thought and, you were uh, gonna say underwear. <laughs> No, 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 no. Luckily, uh, I had underwear on. I mean, <laughs> you never go commando unless absolutely well, necessary. You never know. I mean, well, look, it's a good thing I had underwear on, or else everybody would have gotten uh, quite a show. But uh, yes, uh, I was. Uh, pan- he was very apologetic, I will say. But uh, uh, after we uh, were laughing for twenty minutes, so uh, yes, uh, that, that is the the clown car story and the uh, the uh, the pantsing story. And um, that same party, we were probably going until, oh, let's say 3, 3.30-ish, maybe 4 in the morning. And uh, we had to leave very early uh, the next morning to get people home uh, because the next morning was Easter Sunday. (laughs) And I remember uh, uh, being dropped off, uh, waking up, still being drunk, by the way, waking up the next morning and uh, having to walk home. Uh, after being dropped off, walking down my street into my parents' house and uh, sleeping off whatever it was that I had. And uh, to this day, I still don't know how I got through that Easter brunch <laughs> unscathed. Like, uh, yeah, that, that was a rough one. So that that was a hell of a 48 hours. 
clown car, pantsing, still being drunk. Easter Sunday. <laughs> like yeah, a I good Catholic. That, <laughs> like, a, like a proper Catholic, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Hey, he he still showed up for Easter Sunday. That's that's You're all goddamn that right. Well, look, my parents, uh, well, my parents would have kicked my ass if I didn't go to that brunch. When you said that you got pantsed, I, I thought it was going to be more of a deliberate uh, pantsing. By no, no, by, no. It uh, was. It was. I, I, see, I find someone. it to be much funnier that it was accidental. Yeah, I do too. Actually, yeah. that he was falling and he used, tried to use me to catch himself. Grab and hey, they're going. Person. Why are my legs? Uh, sh- oh my god! <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, to be seventeen again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Okay. All right. Hmm. I think we um I think we got another talking pop in the books, Jenny. Maybe yeah, the last I think so one. Too. But um Hopefully come on, don't say that. <laughs> it was an honor and a privilege to be on the series finale of uh, <sighs> Pop. You know my abandonment issues. Let me talk about my abandonment issues. Remember it yeah. forever. <laughs> Can't have Maddie pull his pants down and just leave the show. <laughs> Are you going to oh. stumble and pull my pants down? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I'm just saying. Is that what's happening here? Figuratively, yeah. A figurative pants pulling, I see. There's Thanks. there's tons of more people we got to interview. That's true. There are. I think, that's what, I think that's where we struggled was we tried to, like, incorporate other things into it. When we really just want to do interviews. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of the bread and butter of yeah. the show. Okay, well, I, I do think, feel uh, like um, we didn't yeah. get we didn't get any like like um, usually, you know, people do like a deep dark not dark necessarily, but like have some sort of moment, you know, like. Like, I've never told anybody this, or whatever. Oh, a revelation. Yeah. Yeah, one of those. I mean. I mean, (laughs) I'm a a very simple man. (laughs) 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 I've never murdered anybody, to to my knowledge. I mean, maybe unwillingly. Who knows? In a a drunken stupor, who knows what one can do. I, I'm, I'm not a I, I'm not a werewolf. I I can say that. I mean, not a werewolf. Okay. No. Are you a vampire? I mean, I could be. Well, I you would probably admit it though, right? If I was a vampire, to us, to us, definitely. Yeah, yeah. would probably tell us. Sure. Do you believe in vampires? Do I believe in vampires? <laughs> huh. What a question! What a question! Why not? <sighs> Do I believe in vampires? I mean, I, I suppose they could be. A th- I mean, vampire bats are a thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, one could make the the leap that vampires are a thing, right? I feel like that's not that far-fetched. Well, I mean, I would agree. Some people would identify as, as practicing vampires. Yes, this is true. Not, uh, they don't Maury had many episodes any, about that. yeah. They don't possess any supernatural abilities, but uh, they'll tell you that they're yeah, that's fake. They don't count. They're living a vampire lifestyle. <laughs> fake. So that that doesn't count, is what you're saying? No, that's not real. I need a okay. this real supernatural one. Gotcha. 
the supernatural. Interview with the vampire. That's what we could call this if you were, in fact, a real vampire. What if well, we that, is, that, that is that is a cool anyways. that is a cool title. Fine, I'm a vampire. There you go. All right. I think we have to call it that anyway. We are going to call it that. Perfect. They'll be like, uh, "I'm sorry, what? What? <laughs> I'm not hearing. You're going to get some angry letter. I'm not hearing anything about <laughs> vampires in this episode. That's false advertising here on the No So Feed." That's how you get them all the way to the end of the episode. Exactly. That's, <laughs> that's, that's called, uh, I don't know what you call that. A uh, bait and switch. A bait and switch. <laughs> yeah. All right, Maddie. Um, what about some social media stuff, if anybody wants to holler at you about music or vampirism? <laughs> or action uh, movies. Or action movies. <laughs> If if you wish to find out my vampire-like tendencies, uh, you can go ahead and follow me on that there Twitter machine at msusa1991. Uh, if you enjoy uh, my special brand of bullshit, if you if you enjoyed what I heard here today, or if if you just wish to block me and never hear from me again, that's fine too. Wow, I, I like those options that you gave. <laughs> Well, look, you've you got to give the people options, you know. Yeah. What about uh, shows? You gonna, got any shows you want to play? Oh, God, uh, a lot of shows. Uh, right here on the No So Feed, you can find me on the extreme three-way dance with one, uh, Jennifer Smith, perhaps you've heard of her, and uh, uh, JT Rosero, where we look at ECW. Uh, that is a ton of fun to do, so give that a listen if you have not done so. Uh, you can find me over on the Place to Be Nation pop feed on Popcorn Chicken Salad and on my show, Piece of the Action, which we already talked about. And you can find me on the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed on YouTube Roulette, where we watch uh, mostly bad matches from YouTube Roulette, uh, from YouTube lately. That's usually how it's been going lately, because Shift just picks the most awful bullshit we have to watch. It's his fault, really. So uh, <laughs> give that a listen. And uh, on uh, the wrestling feed, also, you can find me on Highway to the Impact Zone, where we watch TNA Wrestling. So uh, that is my stuff, and that is where you can hear them. What about you, Tim? Awesome. Well, uh, we're back. Talking pop. Here it is, officially. This is the first time uh, uh, you're hearing me on this, this show, so that means I have to promote things such as 9021 No So which you can find right here on the North-South Connection. That is me and JT and a rotating guest, uh, a third seat. Jenny, you've been in there. Matt, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get you in the mix as well, mm-hmm. uh, whether you, you'd like to be or not. Um, it's, it's, it's compulsory. <laughs> You're going to force me to do the show against it's, my will. It's compulsory, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, as a but, vampire, uh, I won't stand for that, Tim. Oh, <laughs> crap. You're going to glamour us into, uh, <laughs> into letting you out of it. But no, we're going chronologically through every episode of Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, we're about to finish the first season. And to tell you the truth, um, good news, bad news situation here. You will not be able to hear that podcast much longer here on North-South Connection. Um, but that is only because, here's the good news piece, it is uh, now on it on its dedicated its own dedicated podcast feed. So you can just search in your preferred podcatcher app nine zero two one no so yeah same name not changing the name or anything and you will find that uh, and, and you will subscribe and get that um, 
as we release episodes every every two to three weeks. So, yeah, so through the end of the first season, uh, which we're covering and rapidly closing in on, um, you will hear that on, again, North-South Connection, but starting from, from season two of 90210, our coverage, um, you'll want to get on the, the dedicated 9021 no feed. And, I mean, that's really all that's changing. Um, it's just one of those... One of those deals where we thought that the types of people who would be interested in that particular podcast um, might like to, to consume it on its own without, um, you know, the daily content you can find here on North-South Connection, which is great, but doesn't necessarily hold a lot of crossover appeal <laughs> for 90210 fans. Um, beyond that... Uh, Check me out on Place to Be Nation Wrestling, where I have a pair of shows with you, Jennifer Smith. Those mm-hmm. are PTB and XT. That is also with Jacob Williams. Uh, gonna have a new episode of that coming your way pretty soon. We've got it scheduled at least. So, I mean, that's a good start for us. Uh, and we've also, uh, got Talking WCW, and that is with uh, Greg Phillips. Semi, I, I say a semi, semi-monthly, a bi-monthly show. It's also somewhat irregular, mm-hmm. uh, but we just drop an, dropped an episode here recently with our topic being Perry Saturn and WCW. So three great matches we have chosen, spotlighting the awesomeness of Saturn and WCW, who you and I are big, big fans of, Jenny. Hell yeah. And I enjoyed that episode a great deal. Me too. Uh, social media wise, I am on Twitter. I am at Psych68CYKE68 on Twitter until I delete it, which I feel like is any day now. I hate Twitter so much. Um, but I don't hate you, the listener. If you want to get in touch, uh, feel free to reach out to me. You can DM me on Twitter um, to talk about whatever for as long as. For as long as I'm, I'm still out there. My DMs are open, is what I'm saying. Hot, hotchy muchy. Yeah. Something oh like that. boy, you're gonna get so many dick pics. Promise. During Pride Month, I, I would hope. Yeah. So, but, yeah. I mean, just out of respect, you know. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, hope for the best. <laughs> So, the Jenny position here on Wednesdays on the North-South Connection um, has, you heard about Pluto, uh, it has Freak Out Drive-In, this show, The Journey Through Infinity, Bianca's first time. Um, I've been doing a ton of shows, so there's something of mine every Wednesday, uh, one of those, and uh, you can find everything I do linked on Twitter at Jenny Position. And I'm super happy to have done this talk with Pop. And thanks for being on the show, Maddie. Anytime, guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, This was uh, quite a blast, so thank you guys. Anytime. Stars look very different today.